0: Don't go. Welcome to the Vinnie Rock Podcast. podcast. I Don't took go. the blows and did it my way. It's time the Vinnie Rock Podcast. Yay! Hey. Well, I was a little loud. Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. What's up, y'all? I got my boy with me, my buddy. We met back in 2000. I'm going to say, let's see, we met in 2000. When was that school? It might, it might
1: have been 2013,
0: 2014. 2013, 2014. Yeah. We were
1: going to 37 Fox Reclass. Yeah. yeah. Hunter Liggett, California, uh, man. Hunter Liggett. Yeah, man.
0: And, and, and last name is pronounced Humbrey.
1: Hembry. Yes. Hembry.
0: Yep. My boy, John Hembry here with me. Before we get started with the podcast, First, me and him just have a lot of adult conversations, and I think it's going to be interesting for some of you guys to hear. Uh, We'll talk on a few topics that I've been wanting to talk about, but either way, before we get there, you guys know I got some sponsors, and here they are. Core Medical Group. Core Medical Group is a testosterone replacement or hormone replacement company. You ever heard about that, Johnny?
1: No, man. You ever
0: thought about that?
1: Can't say that I have. Really? Yeah, So
0: check this out, man. We did a study with uh, 40 different veterans. Actual veterans did a study. Went and had their blood work done. Thirty nine of them needed TRT.
1: Listen, man, I just hit forty.
0: You just hit forty, man, and and you know I don't know how everything's working down below. Listen, man, they
1: they say at forty everything changes, man.
0: Yeah, I mean you still have the ghetto booty you had when we were in class together, but you know that didn't change.
1: Genetics, man, (laughs) genetics.
0: (laughs) Well, damn. Core Medical Group provides TRT, and they actually do it called Telemedicine. They can ship it directly to your house. So you go call them. You get your blood work done. If you're identified as one of those who needs testosterone replacement or vitamin B12 and other things like that, they can send it directly to your house. Go check them out. That's called Core Medical Group. It's a fucking awesome program. I'm on it. I don't look great because I'm lazy as fuck. But I'll fix that soon. Either way, you ever heard of Beyond Clothing? Perhaps. Beyond Clothing, yeah. They're kind of like a high-end, outdoor... Clothing, right? They do like outdoor recreational stuff, uh, camping, hiking, kind of boating. They do a layered system to keep you warm and also keep you dry from the from the environments. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's one of our sponsors here. It's fucking awesome. I think you should go check them out. I think you'll actually like them.
1: I probably should. I didn't bring any cold weather gear here to Utah. No way. (laughs) I got
0: a jacket of theirs if you want to borrow. I got got one. one. You can come by the house. I got some Beyond Clothing for you, man. All right, man. You guys go check them out. Go check out BeyondClothing.com. Hit them up. You know, all my promo codes are gonna be Rocco. Just use Rocco on every single one of these, and you should get a discount. Willie Pete's chocolate. Willie Pete's chocolate is an individual who makes chocolate out of his own house. Uh, excuse me. I have
1: uh, I like chocolate, man.
0: Dude, yeah, but do you like spice as well? I do. You do. Dude, you're going to like him. A lot of people don't know about this, but Piece Chocolate, he makes different kind of s- Chocolate bars with different Skullville units. So starting from ones that have no heat at all that my kids can eat, your kids can eat, and then there's some that escalate from there, from like, you know, 5,000 Skullville units kind of thing, from hot to real fucking hot. Oh, yeah. All kinds of different chili peppers. He's got one that has habaneros in it. He's got one that has a Carolina Reaper in it. You know those. those, Oh, come on now. You like those? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I wish I had some for you to yeah, try. I would do it. I'll hey, do it. I'm telling you, he, he makes some awesome stuff. Also, just recently, he has his own, he has his own hot chocolate. It's got spice to it. Mm. You like dude, I'm telling you, you mm. liked it. You gotta go check them mm. out. Check out Willie Peach Chocolates. You guys know already where to find them. I tag them all the time. Willie PeachChocolate.co uh dot company. Willie Peach Chocolate Co. on Instagram. Check them out. You do like spicy stuff, don't you? Yeah, man. Really? That's cool, man. I, I can't handle too spot too spicy.
1: Well, my my stomach's not like it used to be, you know what I mean. (laughs) So a lot, like I said, a lot's changed when I hit forty. But no, I I I still like my hot spicy stuff.
0: That's good, man. Mm -hmm. How about GMR gold? Do you like gold or silver? You ever collect as a kid or coins or precious coins or anything like that? No, man. Grandparents, nobody.
1: No, not that I can recall. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, GMR Gold, GMR Gold has a system called, uh, has, a, has a program called Bouillon Box, and you can pay $100, $200, $300. They'll ship it directly to your house, and they'll send you all kinds of different precious metals to the equivalent of that. It's actually really fun. I do it with my son's. Right. My daughter like it, too. But really, I just initiated it to to do something cool with my sons. A box comes in. I let them open it. It's like almost like kind of finding treasure, gold kind of thing. It's really cool. So it's a program we've started. Everything that shows up, I just put it and lock it away in in a safe. It's actual precious metals. If I ever needed to, I can sell it back. So it's kind of a cool program. It's kind of a way of putting some money away, but at the same time, having some fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean, Varn?
1: Uh, absolutely. I feel like I have to talk like this when I talk but to you. I'm mine. You just keep on talking like that, bro.
0: <laughs> you guys go check out GMR Gold. Sign up for a bullion box. Use the, use the Rocco uh, promo code, and you get yourself a little discount there. Aircraftmaintainer.com is a buddy of mine who started a schooling system to to help get certifications that uh, that if you're an aircraft maintainer job skill in in the military, you can get out and get paid more by getting the civilian certification level. So he started the school to help them get their 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 cert- he started the school to help them get their certification so that what they do in the military is certified in the civilian world and get paid for it. It's kind of like if you go in as a, as a medic and you get out without it without your national registry, it doesn't make sense. Right, right. so he started his own program to help facilitate that. You can get paid more. So if you are an MOS of any kind in any branch, it is free to you. It's called aircraftmaintainer.com. Give them a call. Let them know I sent you. Uh, You can use a Rocco promo code. I just tell them Rocco sent me, and they'll hook you up. Uh, Say it just like that? Just like that. Rocco Rocco sent me.
1: Rocco sent me.
0: Perseverance survival. You see what I'm wearing today?
1: I do. What is that? It's like a whoopie, man. It's a whoopie hoodie, man. Yeah, that's right, man.
0: <laughs> Isn't that cool? And I also yeah. got look at this. What are these? What are these? Oh I man. I got some ranger panties. I like it. I got some uh I, I didn't show them the flash of the whole beans, but you know? What I'm <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Got some Wobby Hoodie and I got some uh some Perseverance Survival uh Ranger panties on. They got the multi-cam. You know, because uh, you know, I like that shit. So you guys check that out. They're selling them right now. They work really well right now in this winter. Uh, I got the, the Ranger panties it's just something I've always worn in the military I love to wear them now in, in the civilian world I wear them sometimes it's just boxers or around the house whatever you want to do go check out com. those guys have everything you need last but not least yo ease is no seller and if you can't handle the streets then get the hell out it's an old rap song
1: back in the day bro yeah man yeah. yeah but
0: the last one I got is Let's Singers Whiskey you haven't hmm. tried it yet huh no I haven't dude yeah, they sell it right down the street shit I think I have some at the house I'll give you a I think I have some at the house come pick it up
1: swing by the house it's early enough man hey,
0: they don't sell it on Sundays here but they have it at my house for okay. free <laughs> all right I'll bring it to you man we'll do that um us whiskey you guys already know we got our brewing has has branched off we're gonna start getting beers to a store near you here soon we're gonna try and take it nationwide in a few months not an easy process uh, it's been a very very challenging challenging uh, uh, company to grow. Yeah, there's a lot of competition in the alcohol space, but we really believe in our products and we appreciate all your guys' support. But enough about me. Uh, you smoke cigars?
1: Not often. No, I'm going to no.
0: give you one before you go. Either way, I got some warfighters in the car. Okay. But uh, let's talk about you.
1: Oh, boy. Jeez,
0: oh So where are you from originally?
1: Originally, Santa Ana, California.
0: Where did the actually come from?
1: South Carolina, man. I have I have to claim I have to claim that that's where I'm from. But as you could tell, South Carolina.
0: How long did you live in South Carolina?
1: I've been there since I was two. You were little, yeah. yeah, yeah man. So you're
0: born in California, yeah. and then your family. Moves yeah. Off. What is that? Was that? Father.
1: Father was in the Marine Corps, so. Was he? You know, yeah. We we transitioned to South Carolina way back when, and been there ever since.
0: I always, I'm always interested in guys whose fathers were Marines, and then uh, sons who would become Army. Oh man. I did the same thing. Yeah. My father was my father was a Marine and I went to the army. What yeah. would your dad feel about that? One?
1: He, he he was okay. He, he was a little I I don't want to say disappointed. Yeah. But he was okay with the fact that I was joining the military period. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh I had I had some friends in in high school who decided to join the Marine Corps and and I saw what it how it changed them so quick. Yeah. And I already had that ego. And I'm like, yeah, I can't join the Marine Corps because I just imagine how I've become. Yeah. So I yeah. went to the Army.
0: <laughs> the Marines. Yeah, I, man. I have so many buddies. that We, we talk shit all day. You know, yeah. it's that Marine Army shit talking. Yeah, man. Fucking hey, dude. Yeah, but, my dad never really said anything too bad. But uh, when I did get my Ranger tab, he, he actually was pinning on the Ranger tab at the time. And he goes... I guess you're almost as good as a marine. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah,
1: man. <laughs>
0: what, are, I, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, dude, we met in 2013, 14, doing the 37 Fox uh, reclass. And those of you who don't know, 37 Fox, it's psychological operations. Correct. Uh, at one point <clears throat> in my career, I was, I was, I walked away from the drill sergeant community to try and find a new unit. My buddy was the commander, and he pulled me in, said so he needed an NCO that can help him out. I said, "Yep, let's do it." Uh, after getting my 37 Fox identifier. I worked as a, as a PSYOP, what do they call it? NCO or is it, they call it? Yeah. PSYOP sergeant, sergeant, senior sergeant, senior sergeant, something like that. Did that for a little minute and then eventually I got promoted right back into a drill sergeant position. Of course. Of course. I was trying to hide from them. (laughs) I got an email one day saying, and I got an email one day saying, congratulations. And I was like, what the hell is this for? Because I was a law enforcement officer at the time and because I was drill sergeant or they call it double O golf, right? My, my, the, the identifier that you get as a drill sergeant, I was thrown into a hat to get deployed to go train the Iraqi police in law enforcement tactics. Ooh. And I was like, uh, no, fuck that. At the same time, I was going through a divorce. And so I just told my command, I was like, look, going through divorce. I have to be here for the whole custody case. I can't make this. He was like, no, no, don't worry about it. We have plenty of people. They're just looking for every law enforcement that we have in the reserves that has double golf. They're putting their name in the hat. Right. It's crazy, dude. But at the same time, he was like, Look, man, you've been doing this. I've been doing drill center things since 2008. He goes, That's going to, they're going to keep trying to do this. Why don't you go try something different for a minute? And I was like, You know what? You're right. And so I decided to reclass 37 Fox. And then here we are. Here we are. Me and you met. You were, yeah. you were, you were, uh, you were E7 at the E7 time. E7 at the time, yeah. And now you're an E8. Yep. And uh, you know, and promotable potentially. Yeah, or promotable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Weird subject. A real su- yeah, 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 absolutely. But there's either a, way there's a lot of history there. Yeah, but yeah.
0: you you are an E eight and you've been doing your thing and and you know, we tend to have a lot of conversations about leadership in the army. Yeah. Right? And how how crazy it is. And uh, you know, how are you how do you, how about this? Try not to try not to try not to get you in trouble here. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Be trying, careful now. Try to make it safe. Yeah. So how about this? I'm in a safe zone, right? Then yeah, this is, is trust tree. Don't worry, this doesn't yeah. leave this room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you get new soldiers coming to units, have you seen a big change in the difference of how how soldiers are <clears throat> are personality-wise, how about physical fitness levels, how about uh even even uh I don't know, sensitivity-wise?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Um and then in, in 3 days it'd be 22 years, man. Yeah. And I, I've seen a lot of changes from in, in the last 22 years yeah. from the type of caliber of soldiers we're getting in, the type of caliber, caliber of soldiers that we actually still have in. Yeah. And, and watching the transition, the change, the relaxation, the just, I mean, the way it was in 1998 to, to now yeah. is, is completely di- different.
0: It, uh, when you first got in, what was your M.O.S.?
1: 31 Romeo, which is communications.
0: How, how many different MOSs have you had in the military now?
1: Two right now. Yeah.
0: So it's thir- the Romeo and then now 37,
1: correct. Yeah.
0: And yeah. So, I mean, just my era, uh, I was in Ranger battalion in 2000. I joined the army in 2003, got to Ranger battalion in 2004. So it was late 2003 when I actually was in the, in the in-base training, went into Christmas break and then boom onto the, uh, 2004 started going into airborne rip and then ranger battalion. And, basic training is one thing, right? They right. never put their hands on us. Not once. I know my dad's time, they put hands on them, you know? Right. In your time, did they ever put hands on you?
1: <sighs> no, they get, they come close. They come close. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's back when they can actually put the brim of the hat on your face and yeah. kind of bump you, thump you a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So then, as I'm in there, there was, there was really very little of that if any. It was definitely smoke sessions. Like we'd Correct. be in the room and they would smoke the fucking dog shit out of us. We've done yep. smoked in a rucksacks, we've done smoked in full fucking uh MOP4 level gear. Absolutely. Meaning NBC gear, your 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 neurological, biological, uh, fucking chemical uh suits, so it's just multiple different layers of suits to to help you stay safe. Back uh,
1: back then it was charcoal based. Charcoal too. based yeah, it man. was. So they were they was baking you and cooking yeah. oh, you. Oh, you yeah. you were cooking. Oh, yeah. You were
0: cooking and you had your gas mask on and you were you had your floppy ass fucking boots on and you yeah. up down goes, uh, left and right. That's a good smoke session. That's those are one of the ones where it makes you think like, mm, what am I doing?
1: Yeah. Give me a minute. Let me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: You got to compose yourself after that one. <laughs> you got to find I'm some motivation. Good.
1: I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep going.
0: See, I couldn't do that as a Joe sergeant. Right. I wasn't allowed to. So like the mop level gear stuff is kind of my era, your era, maybe, um, maybe a little bit after me, it was still acceptable. Right. Then I go into rip, rip is range and program. Right. At that time, um, we had some pretty serious smoke sessions where I'm like, look, I would never want to get any of those boys in trouble, but there were some fucking serious ones where I was like, I don't know if this is this is loud or not, right? right. I seen a dude get fucking knocked into the bushes, and I never saw him after that, right? So I'm like, I don't <laughs> know if he got his ass whooped. I mean, right. I got chased for miles by a Doberman pincher. So any of you that are listening and know what I'm talking about, remember those days of being chased for miles by a Doberman Pinscher. Scary's going to bite the fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah that's the era that kind of in the range of town cuz it's a little different like that's a small pocket of like there's things that are a little bit more allowed they're a little bit more lenient and, and a little bit more just turn turn your head right right and then when i get to range of town I, I was by the time i became an nco or or a tabbed spec four they call it right in range of town when you get your tab you're 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 fucking golden right it's time to fucking it's time to fuck dudes up right we are training them but like a very harsh uh aggressive manner uh like fighting chokeouts fucking i mean you you can tell if we be in a platoon formation And I can say, first squad, go ball up second platoon. And my first squad privates cannot fucking hesitate one second. They will fall out of formation the right way, and they'll just run over there and tackle every private they see and start choking them out till they they either pass out or tap out. I mean, that's the level of, that's the fight culture in Ranger Battalion Mm -hmm. that we grew up in. It happened with me as well. I had squad leaders say, bring me into a room with all the privates, and it's like, Vargas, start choking these dudes out. And fucking, it's go time. It's fine to do. Wrap them up. Bam. Next. Bam. Next. Right. Bam. And you're just fucking. You're fighting. Put on the gloves. Go ahead. Let's go, guys. We're gonna do our our PT is gonna be fucking fighting, right? right so you put right. on the gloves and throw down. You know, right. I have a nose broken like that once. Me and my buddy Forsyth. You know what I mean? So understand, like that's the culture that we 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 developed in Range of Talent. And again, it was kind of accepted. I don't know if Range of Talent is like that anymore, but it was accepted because, to be all honest, I wouldn't want it any other way. Right. I wouldn't want some of our you know, highest forms of fucking badass dudes in the military have any qualms about a fight. The scrap, right? right. We wanted uh, Ranger Battalion. We wanted to be fully engulfed into the fight culture. That's why we took combatives so serious. That's why guys like Matt Larson turned combatives into like a new army pro- program because he was trying to have a blanket approach to building, developing the military as a fight cultured community. Mm. I mean, we, we would be the best fighting force, and everyone would be willing to fight. It didn't. Right. It, it 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 turned out it didn't happen that way, because a lot of people are insecure about fighting, and 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 I'm sure there's. I mean, the guys who liked fighting were there, and the guys who didn't like fighting avoided. it. Right. It's essentially what happened, right? But that's the kind of thing that was really cool. By the time I became a drill sergeant, bro, you can't make them do more than ten pushups at a oh, time. Oh no!
1: Oh no! Absolutely not.
0: You, like like that's crazy. So imagine you have kids. I do. I have two of Do you raise your kids the same as your dad raised you, and dad and your mom? Uh,
1: some people would say that I have tendency of t- expressing some of the same aspects of my parents, but yeah. um, I, I'm I'm prepared. I'm hope, hopefully I'm preparing my kids to be prepared for the unknown, right? You know, who who knows what this this world is going to be like? Right. But we could look at it and see that we are are, are, are on a path of. A certain path, you know what I mean? Scary times. Scary times. Absolutely scary, scary times. times. And, and Well, uh, you
0: can't raise naive people. Correct. It's the same in the military. We yeah. can't raise naive soldiers. Absolutely. And we're slowly raising naive soldiers. I would have to agree. And we at least have one kind of control in our own household is raising kids that aren't naive.
1: Right. So
0: why aren't we doing the same to our soldiers?
1: That's a good question.
0: Yeah. See what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's my problem. Like, look. If you would discipline your kids when they're wrong, praise them when they're right, just like you were in the military, why is that? Well, in all honesty, all we're doing with our kids is trying to raise them to be prepared for all the shit that's coming for them. Right? Us as parents are just grabbing the the wealth of knowledge of the experiences in our lives and saying, look, don't make the same mistakes I did or you can be better off than I was if you take this approach at the same time letting them know that you know the world is fucking full of crazy motherfuckers yep. and we're going to try and mentally make them strong enough to handle these things. Why are we doing that with our soldiers? I, th-
1: I think I think some of us are. I mean, I, I would have to say is. Yes, correct. Some of us are. But are
0: our um, hands tied?
1: A, l- a lot of times our hands are tied. We got to be creative of how we we maneuver and navigate through those. That's correct. Those crazy times. So
0: check this out. And, and you have any stories, please. You know, I I, I love uh, your mentorship and as well as your, your experience in the whole thing because you've done it for so many years. But oh, thanks. I came from Ranger Battalion. From range pound, I went into drill sergeant unit from a drill sergeant unit. So now you understand both of those units are kind of like, you know, talk, treat me with respect, talk to me about, you know what I mean? When I say you do, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Right. Then I go into a psyop unit. Imagine the fucking transition that was.
1: Oh yeah, I can imagine.
0: The first day I walk in, I hear someone calling someone else by their first name. I'm running a range, bro. I'm running a legit fucking range and people are fucked up already and I'm losing my mind because it's drill sergeant side of me is like, these people scared the fuck out of me. Right, the Ranger side of mine, like these guys all suck at shooting. Right. Then the fucking now I'm in Psyop and I'm like, hey, private, what's your name? And I'm just trying to write her name on the paper because she's zeroing. And she goes, I'm not gonna say her real name. She goes, Angela. And I was like, "Um, (laughs) Oh, is that your first fucking name? She goes, Yes, and I was like, What's your last name? She goes, Martinez. I said, Martinez, get the fuck out of my face. Like, <laughs> I got so goddamn mad because I'm like, right. who the fuck is gonna tell me their first name? I don't know half the motherfuckers I work with in Ranger Battalion's first names. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And this unit was so comfortable but just saying, Oh yeah, it's Angela. What's up?
1: It's the culture, man. Bro. The, the culture just changed.
0: And and I think, you know, there's there's a there's kind of this balance of like the old school way of fucking being a leader, I don't necessarily agree is correct. I think there's this fine balance in leadership that there has to be some authoritative figure that keeps the structure, that keeps the the hierarchy in order, right? right? Like you have to identify who's in charge and when they're in charge. Absolutely. And at the same time, that you don't have to beat the fuck out of them to get the best out of them, right?
1: Correct. I, you know, I mean, yeah. like I said, the culture has changed in, in figuring out and how that culture is doesn't necessarily mean that culture is correct or wrong. You know, but there are some standards and some disciplines that needs to be established and maintained. Like i I still cringe when I hear first names. Yeah. But I'm not going to lose my mind over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because in order to complete the mission and in order to complete whatever task has been given to you, you you need the individual soldiers, the group of soldiers to get to that point. So now it's how do you get them there without losing discipline, without yeah, losing correct. the standard? You know, and 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 I think so, some of the success that I've had is because of the background that I have. I was in education for a period of time, uh, and, and and things like that. So being able to relate to individual soldiers and getting them motivated in a way to to move forward. Some people are motivated by that hammer coming down right. from the ranger, from yep. special operations kind of mentality to not so much of that, and yeah. let me let me coddle a little bit because they need some nurturing. Yeah, no, no, no for you sure. know, just like your children, well, you need you need to nurture those children at the same time. Enforce those standards. Yeah. When you step out of line, here's the consequences from that.
0: Well, you know, it's think about the root of like the military version of leadership. Like, let's let's backtrack off of the family real quick because it's it's kind of too different, right? But
1: s- somewhat, s- somewhat, right? But there's I mean, a over, there's a lot of overlap.
0: A hundred percent. But what are we doing right now in this time? We're we're training our soldiers and preparing them for combat, 100 percent, right. We've been at war, right. And so in combat, at no point do you ever want one of your soldiers to question your 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 choices, right? Because when they do, they potentially could risk other people's lives, right? Right. And how do you how do you build someone? so fucking ready for that moment in in, in a moment's notice if I say jump they say let's they jump right Right. like and that's part of the training that leading up to
1: and today the, the soldiers now want to know why?
0: Yeah. Why is this going to benefit me?
1: Right. And it, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with the why questions. I'm okay. I, I'm okay with uh, soldiers wanting to know why we're yeah. doing stuff. But look, there's some details. There's some things you just don't need to know, or you don't know. And it's just like, hey, this is what we need to get done. Let's get it done the most yeah. efficient.
0: Well, think about this. Once you've built rapport with your kids or soldiers, they have no reason to doubt you. Correct. So they just follow. Should. Right. They should. Should. But if you're a leader that doesn't lead by example, lead from the front, doesn't display the same attributes that you're expecting your subordinates to have, why the fuck would they follow you? And right. why wouldn't they question you? Because they they already have doubt. If you've instilled doubt in your youth, if you instill doubt in your subordinates, they're definitely going to question every fucking decision you make because they don't know if it's in the best interest of them.
1: Well, that that, that may be true sometimes as well, but you know, you are never gonna have a hundred percent buy-in from everybody in your organization. For sure. So there's gonna be there's gonna be those one, two, maybe three, four, five people that are influencing the thought processes of everybody else. So you yeah. may have that rapport that you need to execute whatever, without any doubt, without any question. Yeah. But because of those loud, the loudest ones yeah. is causing the resistance that you need to be able to just say, Hey, this needs to get done. Let's get it done. You know, I remember 22 years ago when yeah. the first sergeant said something, there was no question, never, regardless, regardless of how messed up or how someone done. Questionable decision he or she has made. You didn't. You just did it today. No man. Some of the first sergeants that I know, even while I was a first sergeant, yeah, I would I would put something out, make a have a directive. I don't make this stuff. I don't have time to create new things. Yeah, I take directives from higher and then I massage it. Yeah, push it out and get stuff. Have have soldiers get get it done, but then at the same time I'm getting all these questions because. It's that culture that we have now. Yeah, you know. What and what
0: have you done? You you just kind of have to go with it, or or else, or else it becomes more difficult, or what? It it it,
1: it can be some it can be difficult, but like I, I've tried to find ways to get the buy in. Right. You know what I mean? I I shouldn't have to explain why something needs to get done. It just needs to get done. Yeah. You know. But I I, expl- I try I do my very best to explain things in a, in a way that those who um. Given the information and directive to, they understand. They have a better understanding of why we have to do something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So,
0: so like, let me, let me go to parenting for you. So, just recently the other day, I mean, listeners just going to first hear this. My daughter got a concussion. Yep. And uh, she's out for the season for multiple reasons. That was a pretty serious concussion. We find out, and uh, it's it's fucking with her pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Two, her and her boyfriend did some stupid ass shit, mm. you know, and she got caught. And me as a dad, like you're done from the team. She goes, dad, I'm going to get healthy. With my, my, you know, the head is going to, you know, I was like, yeah, but you're done for the team. And the coach himself questioned that he goes, are you sure you want to, she's doing good season. And this is my oldest. And I said, yeah, because in, in my house, if there's no repercussions for your actions, well then what am I even parenting for? Right. And what am I, am I teaching her a lesson or just allowing her to, to make stupid decisions? Right. And this wasn't even something that was so dramatic. It was, it was enough that it got me nervous. Like, Hey, dum dumb, you don't have to do this. I'm your dad you know you have a boyfriend, doesn't offend me, I just ask you to handle it in a mature manner. And if you don't know what that means, well then that's for me to help you understand. You see what I'm saying? Right, absolutely. So they're sneaking out of the house, right? And I'm like, what happens if there's an emergency? Who do you call? The one guy that'll fucking rip down every door in the fucking, everywhere, the one guy that'll fucking save both of you motherfuckers in the worst scenario has no idea that you've gone. Right. Think about that.
1: Yeah, man. I. bro
0: and so it's like so I took it from the team so you're done from the team and part of me hates that right because I think how important sports is for kids development in life right like like in all honesty my daughters can go and play do four years of college wrestling and it turns out to be nothing but it was everything you all see right. what I'm saying like yeah. whether it ever amounted to, 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 to the Olympics or it amounted to fucking anything it was everything because all the skill sets you learn in sports in teamwork in individual fucking in indi- individual challenges I give them the world, right? That's so. That's the more I can teach them in anything is just go out there and compete. Right. And so like removing her from a team hurt me because I'm like, oh man, it's going to suck because she's just going to be sitting here at home. So she's going to have to go work more, whatever the case. But I'm hoping to God that's the right decision by showing her there's consequences and repercussions for every action made. Right. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and so it's funny when the coaches didn't understand that. I'm like, no, no, no. Sports, I mean, run our house and
1: and I don't know I don't know the coach, but the coach may be just looking at the fact that you, your daughter is a a key element of that the success of the team, and if she's not there, then that jeopardizes their success for the season right. i don't I don't know right, but at the end of the day you're you're looking at it from a parenting standpoint, right. and everybody has their opinion about how to parent, yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah. yeah. But in, in your, in the, in the Vargas household there's different rules and different consequences. Same thing in in my household, there's different rules and different consequences. So, I mean, uh, I say, keep doing what you're doing, man. That's it. Yeah.
0: She's got to know that there's boundaries, bro. Right. Absolutely. But all kids do. Right. And I think that's, that's the funny thing in like in parenting, when you say, you know, we were saying, it's like, I, if I posted this on social media, my opinion,
1: People oh, would have
0: ninety thousand other opinions oh my gosh. how gosh you'll have to delete it. You have, to, you'd have delete, to delete yeah. it because I'd want to stab half the people in the face for fucking talking some shit. Right? <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to rebuttal that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. But what I'm
0: saying is. You can post any opinion online and everybody has their own reaction to it. Yeah. I posted keto, right? And I already, look, I don't give a fuck what anyone's opinion is of keto. I don't give a fuck what anyone really thinks about fucking dieting. Right. I've been doing fitness and dieting for so many years. I fuck it up. I do it right my whole life, right? I think this mm-hmm. is kind of the process of the fitness, right? It, it genuinely is what it comes down to. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it's been in my life. And I'm okay with that. Like, I, there's no insecurities in that, right? Yeah. So it's like I put keto because I know the... Polarizing fucking answers I'm going to receive. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just fucking see what the internet's going to say today. Oh. And genuinely, I sit there and just entertain myself. Sometimes
1: I, you need to get a good laugh at it. Oh my God. Yeah, no.
0: And so I put keto. Anyone tried it? What are your thoughts? <laughs> right? <laughs> bro it's the crazy thing you got Uh, fat dudes saying bro it doesn't work right it's unhealthy you got fit dudes saying it works or it doesn't like it's the 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 polarizing of fucking information that fucking is out there it's like listen i don't give a fuck what it is anything you put out there everyone has their own opinion Mm -hmm. like and i know that i don't post these because i'm clueless like you think i'm that fucking dumb no Nah, bro. I post these because I know how fucking other people are going to just b- fly off the rocker and give right. their opinion as if they're fucking anything. Like if they have any validity behind their answers, it's just something they've either heard. I didn't see one doctor comment. Not I mean, one? Not, not one, one doctor. Actual right. doctor, you know, that focuses on nutrition and say anything negative about it or positive. Just a bunch of fucking internet people just say, saying their opinions, which right. is funny to me because it's like, what makes you the fucking, the fucking guy that knows, Right. Right. It's an interesting world. And this is the same thing. Why I don't post about other things on online because everybody has their opinions oh, yeah. on such just Trump, right? Everyone has their opinions on Iran. Everyone has their opinions on fucking all this shit, which becomes a fucking mess. And this is also why the military to me is like such a hard place right now. Because before everyone in the military had the same opinion. Had generally a very similar view. Yeah, I would view, say, yeah. I would very say similar view.
1: Very similar. Yeah. Now
0: the military itself is polarized on their opinions of our president mm-hmm. of like just things going on, and it's wild as fuck. Mm. What do you think about women in Ranger Battalion? Women in, in Ranger school?
1: I won't comment on. Okay. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things I won't comment and, and have an opinion on the military side of the house. You know oh, I mean? yeah, I hear you. I you hear know, you. But, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to... Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not opposed to, you know what I mean? And um, I've never been in a Ranger element, so, I mean... I, I probably would not be the best one to comment. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think there's a lot of women out there that are fully capable of. 100. percent You know what I mean? But
0: I, it's funny because anytime <laughs> there's a woman that graduates from whatever course or something like that, someone tags me,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: And, and I don't know why they tag me because they know like I don't, I don't fly off the handle. I'm not a I'm not a, like a, a social media freaking uh, loud mouth that just jumps off to anything. That's you know I'm not I'm not here to you know I don't give a fuck really. Right. To, in all honesty, it's none of my business. I'm just like cool. Good right. for them. Yeah. But it, but it comes down to like, I mean, I'm raising daughters too, right? Like people forget that. Right. I'm raising daughters who I want to be tough as fucking nails. Right. Because if
1: your, if your daughter wanted to go to ranger school, 100% thumbs up. I mean, I mean,
0: you know what I would tell her though? Don't look for an easy way in. Don't right. look for an easy way out. Right. right. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. The, like, don't fuck, you know what I mean? Like you're going to go, you fucking go and you do everything everyone else does. Right. You're held to the fucking standard. Right. And if at any point someone wants to give you a fucking sh- hand me, get the fuck out of here with that. Right. Cuz I don't respect that. Yeah. I don't respect that as male or female, doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way with my with my girls if if when they get older and uh, you know, where they want to do certain things, if they want to do it, then don't don't look for the easy way. Don't don't look for the handout. Don't, you know, um expect the same treatment that everyone else is getting. 100%. Um but like I said, I'm I'm not there yet with yeah. Haven't, well, my, my girls are really young. Here's the crazy thing, bro. Yeah.
0: By the time your girls get to the competing age, how many oh, transgenders man. will they be competing against? Oh my! Oh, that's the scariest subject for me right now because my girls wrestle. Yeah, they wrestle boys half the time because Utah hasn't sanctioned all girls yet until next year. Right. But like, what happens till next year? It's sanctioned all girls, and there's several transgenders that are boys. It becomes, do I care? I don't give a shit. Like, I've never given. I don't care if you're transgender. I don't care what you are. I really don't. But it becomes this crazy argument where it's like, but you have male genetics and biology, which means testosterone, right? You know, and and 15 years of building t- that, whatever that is, right? It becomes like, is it fair or unfair, right? You know, and and I. Phew, I'm interested to see when that happens. My my niece recently competed. She's she's uh, she's ch- trying to do the Olympics and running, right? She's pretty high up there doing well. And she competed against transgender. And I was like, oh, and she loses every time. And I'm like, what a tough conversation that is. Right. I haven't had to have that with my daughter, but I think about it.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm not there yet either.
0: So how about, how about, how about, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, bro, man. I think about it all, bro. Right yeah. now in our age. Yeah. Like it's, it's a wild time yeah, for it's, me. Like,
1: it's like, I need a moment again.
0: Yeah. You better think about that because yeah. she's coming. Shit's coming. How how a selective service? So, so when you turn eighteen as a male, you know how you have to sign up for that thing Yeah. For the, yeah, yeah. the draft kicks off, all oh men are fucking entered into the draft. Right. And then it's a lottery. Oh, man. What happens when your girl has to do it? How do you feel about that one?
1: Oh man. Yeah, that's a that's that's another tough one as well, you know. But um
0: We had a conversation in the car about this.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be ex- challenging, bro. Very challenging too. Because
0: I told my daughter, I said, Look, do you want equality? She goes, yes, but I don't want to go in the military. I was like, but you want equality? I was like, I'm being, I'm being the, uh, and now I'm just being devil's advocate for, for two teenage girls that are pretty smart and like wanting to have a good conversation yet debate right over what, you know what I mean? To get them thinking about like, hey, here's reality of life, you know? And so I told my daughters, you know, I have my 14-year-old and my 16-year-old, the 17-year-old in the car and we're just going, right? We're talking about it. I said, so you're going to sign for service. What, what if we go to World War three right now? Are you going to, are you going to? Do the military? I don't know. I was like, would you be mad if I did? Yes. I was like, why? This is what I've done my whole life, right? right. I serve, all right? And I was like, what's wrong with that? She goes, I think it's dumb. I was like, well, what do you think it's dumb for? Right? We're going <laughs> at it, bro. Right, right. And I understand her side as a daughter scared of me getting hurt. But sure. two, one of them just does want nothing to do with the military. She goes, I don't want to do selective service. I don't want to go in the draft. I'm like, well, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not <laughs> fair. You want equality as a woman. and And I agree. I think you should Mm -hmm. but then that sense means equality all around. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to be a firefighter? You're going to do the same firefighter test as anyone else. You want to be a cop? You want to be the same, same as everyone else. Like there is no, and that's the cool thing about raising daughters for me is trying to show them the other side of it's, it's not be beautiful, be elegant, be classy, but also be tough, be independent. Yeah. You know, and be a savage when you need to be. Yeah. Right.
1: I, I got a, I got a four and two year old man there super independent women already
0: and they should be yeah my fear is them being too independent my daughter's being so independent they don't even need a man right Right. they're like nah Nah. i'm good and i'm like i got this
1: i got this (laughs) booth yeah
0: (laughs) they're gonna be like listen because you know the funny thing about teenagers because i even have a boy they like wearing skinny jeans and all this stuff right and i'm just like the styles bro where like men are starting to dress more like women every day and it is what it is when i was younger it was baggy clothes sure and so it's just a weird time, man. I said, like, I, I told my daughters, like, do you want your husband to know how to change your oil? Do you want him to know how to change a tire? Do you want him to know how to fight? <laughs> what well, my youngest one goes, I don't need that, Dad. I can do it, right. like, and I can fight for myself. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, who are you right. going to marry then? Like, right. <laughs> She don't care. Right. Just someone to be nicer. And I'm like, that's good. That's it. Uh, that's, that's good. That's it. But the dynamics of like the relationships these days are have also evolved and changed. Yeah. Right. Like to us in our world, the man does protect the wife. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. This isn't sexist. This isn't isn't chauvinist or anything. Men are kind of anticipated to protect the family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Men work hard. Men do all the kind of the grimy shit in the household. You throw the trash, you cut the lawn, you do the shit, right?
1: Get the spiders, yeah. get the bugs. There you go, spiders yeah. and the bugs, right? Yeah, yeah I man. The men do. Right? Yeah. her.
0: <laughs> the only thing different is my, I cook too, right? But that's nothing wrong with that. I think it's still kind of manly.
1: Yeah. Right? I do laundry in my house.
0: Hey, there you go. I yeah. would never do laundry. That's one thing I said. That's one of them. We started dating. I said, uh, uh. I don't do yeah. laundry.
1: I, I, I think I did dinner once and it messed it up so bad that so I don't have to do that anymore. It's
0: a good plan, man. Yeah, man. I think I did that with laundry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these are the whites. Add the red in. Yeah, that yeah. It makes sense. Put yeah, it all there. In. I that's remember.
1: how I learned it in basic. I'll never do that. Put shit. it all in one load. Everything goes in one load, bro. That's right.
0: Everything. But that's the thing. Is like, so we're in the era where men are just kind of just tough. Even if they're not, they still do the man shit. There's kind of this definitive line of just the scrappy shitty shit. Like I'll sacrifice myself and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of changing, dude. And I'm trying to raise my boys to stay that way, but as well as not be the asshole and be too tough on them either. Right. You know, like I don't remember. I have a I have a 10-year-old. I don't remember me. I don't know if I was 10 and I cried as much as my 10-year-old, but my 10-year-old is pretty emotional kid. He just I'm, everything offends him or I'm
1: I'm forty and I'm an emotional good too.
0: <laughs> Bro, I gotta I watch fucking uh America's Got Talent and I cry. Okay? Okay. That's the kind of emotion I am.
1: Listen, man, I close my eyes and look at uh, and, and imagine the bridge going from from D C into into to Maryland, the yeah. Woodrow Wilson Bridge oh, yeah. man. I I I can't do it without and that's, shedding up a tear, man—that's that's a good memory. That's the—that's the moment I remembered uh, that I, that I recognized that I was going to be a father for the first time. That's beautiful. And, and to this day, man, I can't—I can't think about operation.
0: Anything I watch on on a, on a father and daughter or father and son on TV—that's oh, yeah. emotional. Oh yeah, that's it. I break. Oh yeah, I break. But there's a difference to that, I think, right? That's kind of—I feel like that's humanity and, and experiencing humanity. You start to get softer. And
1: times are changing too, man, because yeah. I. I my, I dad don't recu- never, my dad never would have cried. My dad never would have cried. No. 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 No.
0: No, but my dad never would have changed a diaper, too.
1: I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think he changed my niece's diapers a couple of times. Well, of
0: course. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But like his own kids. Yeah. I, I don't, I I don't, mean, no, I don't, my dad I don't know. never did. Now, I know that for a fact. One well, was like, nah, he's never changed a diaper. I remember my first time changing my daughter's diaper. My dad walked in and went, What are you doing? Take it to your mom. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's my daughter. I got it.
1: It, it doesn't work that way now. Yeah, yeah. So no, it don't no. work that way. Different,
0: yeah. but when, as we change, what do our, our, our sons, you, you're not going to have any more kids, but if you had a son, you don't, I don't know, know you, man,
1: you don't know. I don't, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We, you know? we, we, we thought about a third I don't, Fuck. times a ticket, man.
0: This, all this shit is just a trip to me, right? Cause you never know. Like we don't know the out, the outcomes of our kids' lives until they become adults and whether what we did as leaders, it was even, you know, was right. right. Raising my kids right. Raising my soldiers right. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's a couple times with my soldiers I was a little too fucking hard on. I mean, you can ask a few of them. They know I've given them a left hook across the fucking face. Sure, That's an asshole move. Like, now, the now me, the version of me now would never. I don't. It would take a lot. I'll say that to get there. It would take a lot for yeah, you to do that. I mean,
1: you're absolutely dead on. It. I mean, we don't. We don't know what yeah. kind of foundation, what kind of impact we have until years to come. Yeah. Same thing with our kids. I mean, you and I have discussed this where we've had you know soldiers in the past would call you, reach out to you, and yeah. thanking you for a moment that you may have forgotten about. Oh, yeah. But it, but it resonated with them and it impacted who they are as a soldier, as a person. And, you know, I get a call every once in a while from soldiers from previous units doing the same thing. So we don't know until years to come. All we could do is live the moment now and hope that we are building a a better force, better kids for the future. Yeah. You know, and just do our best. I don't
0: know. Uh Hopefully we're not raising a weaker army, right? Yeah. It's a scary time for that to me. You know, I think, I mean, it's beautiful to still have a very strong culture in the infantry units, your, your combat arms units, because I think those guys change slower because there's kind of a, a bro bravado to those units. Yeah. They kind of maintain the history of who they are and why they are. It's all the other units that have slowly changed into just more laxed, more comfort of, of whatever their job is, which to be honest, there's some of those units you don't have to, be this asshole you just have to work well and do your job right intel just do your job right, right. absolutely you know all these different these different positions do your job and then you have you know the infantry that the,
1: have, yeah those infantry yeah. folks those guys that just are
0: combat arms dudes that's
1: that's out foot patrol out they have in to have in the mix a, of yeah, the stuff and, and that they can't be relaxed they can't be yeah. since sens- too sensitive no they have and, to
0: have uh, a a a warrior culture. You're right. Yeah, have man, to, that yeah. mindset has to be there. Has to, man. It's Otherwise rough, it's, fuck it's, fuck life de-
1: it's life or death. Yeah. You know, crazy. You know, you can't, you can't be, you know, hand to hand, face to face with the, with the enemy and be like, hold on guy. Hey, give me a hug motherfucker. Yeah. Give me a fucking hug. Can, can we, can we hug this out? <laughs> you know, I mean, it could work. I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. You never know, know. bro. You, you know, you but know? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big history buff. Yeah. But I don't know too many history, battles and wars where what the outcome was was successful or, or won the winning side gave more hugs yeah i don't i don't know
0: yeah i don't know but i've never given a hug yeah
1: but i, I definitely think that there's elements of of the military that, that has more lee, leeway more room to kind of like relax and yeah step back a little bit from the the, um, the vietnam for sure korea yeah. you know air um and, and then there's elements that can't b- break too far away from that.
0: Right. Well, you know, it's funny. I you know, I kind of quote um, Jocko.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You've heard Jocko before? Yeah. He has a, a book called The Dichotomy of Leadership. And I yeah. think that's just a great t- definition, that word itself. You know, it's it's just, you, you can't be too tough on them, but you can't be too nice to them. It's this kind of weird balance. And right. It's a balance in that. It's the same as like balance in family. Yeah. Right. We talked about that balance balancing, balancing yeah. le- right. raising kids. And yep.
1: It's, it's it's a little bit easier to to, to, to juggle two aspects. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say it's like completely easy, but in the, in the concept of tossing two balls or two knives or whatever, you're, two flames, whatever you're juggling, yeah. it's a little bit easier. The, the concept is a little bit easier tossing two, throw one up, hand one off to the next hand, catch, toss one up, repeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when you throw a third element, fourth element, man, I, I might throw one ball up and drop the rest of them. Yeah. That's it. Fuck. Yeah man. <laughs> has that blew your mind, I'm sorry.
0: I'm still trying to figure out juggling.
1: So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do I do I need a demonstration?
0: No, no, we're good. We have nothing in here that you can yeah. juggle. Well shit. Yeah, man. If you if you can give one lesson to anyone, any soldier coming in, what is it? Oh man. And is there something you say to people? Is there some like go to thing as a as a leader? I mean it's
1: it's case by case, man. Right. I, I get a lot of questions about, you know. Um, how you do it and why you do it, and, and just a variety of things. I Man, there's there's a number of things that I will share with people, and that is, you know, really no one's going to take care of you but you, yep. or no one's going to take care of you better than you. You know, and only you know you. You know what I mean? So um, you, you keep driving, and if you have goals, you have aspirations. Seek it and go after it. You know what I mean? There's going to be a hundred people standing in the way. There's going to be haters. There's going to be people like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Well, why can't I do that? Is, yeah. is there a, like a, a real reason why you can't do that? You know, you're you're seven foot tall and you want to be a jockey and ride a horse. Oh, come on, man.
0: Yeah. That's uh, not realistic.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, but if if, if you're a, a female coming into the military and wanting to go Ranger, it's okay, do it. It's doable. It's, it's feasible. Go after it. Yep. You know, don't give up on it. You know what I mean? Um, And, and, and then having somebody, having that support team. Yeah. You know, my wife, huge, huge support. I yeah. couldn't do what I do without her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So having, having that support in your corner, cheering you on to continue to push forward is, is how we, I mean, that's how you be successful. So, and if you don't have that, I'm not saying go out and get married and find one, <laughs> you know what I mean? but there's other people out there that could be supportive. Yeah, uh, and My it, mom
0: was a big supporter. Right. In, in the sure. same way.
1: So, um, Yeah. I mean, uh, those those are a couple, two of the biggest things, um, you know, and then we could, depending on the topic, I go in, in a depth of other things, but you know, (laughs) this is, this podcast is probably not the time for that.
0: No, I love it. No. And I appreciate it. I appreciate your wisdom and your words uh, as a senior NCO, as a friend. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been good you know, and you've seen my growth in my life and and, and the choices I've made and, and you know, the, the down, the downfalls and, and fucking everything. And uh, I'm sure it's been interesting. You just keep doing it, man.
1: That's it. You pick up, pick yourself up, and keep moving, man. That's all it's been. Um, yeah, I just had a thought and it just passed me, man.
0: Fuck that thought.
1: Uh, it'll come back. It'll come back. It's like a boomerang. <laughs> well, forty, dude, man. I'm forty. Remember? We
0: we are we are out of here, man. Is there anything out there you want to plug, man? You're more than welcome to anything. Nah, man. No, man. Now, any organizations you really like? Anything you've used? No. You're good. I'm good, my man. Fucking A. You just keep doing you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for doing you. All right, man. All right. And did it more.